Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for April 24th through 28th. Interesting week. It was an interesting week. We got a, a little bit of everything. And yet, a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> I was trying to look at the positive side for once. It was a hard week. So we had a couple Poor Charles pipelines. One from uh, Samantha Nolan. I just finished listening to GH Through the Decades. So many things I did not know. Lots of storylines from then until the present from books and movies. One I picked up on because I'm an old movie buff, black and whites are the best, is the example of Edward falling ill after taking Tracy out of his will and she refused to help him. This is the ending to 1941's Betty Davis movie, The Little Foxes. Great movie. I want more people to write in of things like this about how you see something you're like, oh, that's just like this movie or TV yes. show or something. Samantha, you're making me feel so normal right now because I'm like, but it's just like this. And then I get, what? Sorry. There's so many movies <laughs> I haven't seen. And then she also goes on to say, here's something that has been bugging me for a long time. I only remember little boy's name was Mike or Mikey. And I think he lived with Rick Weber and a lady with short black hair that seemed ticked off all the time. That was Leslie, right? Yeah. Do you know who I'm talking about and whatever happened to him? So we talked about him a little bit in Leslie Weber's 411. Um, they were trying to adopt him, right? They were caring for yeah, him. I, I should have looked that up being that I read your email when you sent it and then I snoozed it until now. <laughs> so that I didn't forget to read it, but I forgot to research that. I could be wrong, but I think it's Leslie though. I thought it was Leslie also. And then 
Jessica said, Helena had a daughter, Irina, that she ultimately killed because she was too kind to Ethan, but another secret daughter would also be fun. Yes. So we talked about Irina during Ethan's. So she wrote that before Ethan's 411 came out. However, Irina's name was Cassidine. We don't know who her father was. Correct. She might not have been a Cassidine. And even if she was a Cassidine, she was kind. I want an evil Cassidine woman after Helena. Okay. Maybe they'll find her this week. Maybe. But that's what I was. Yes. Even though I 100% forgot Irina ever existed. (laughs) I feel like if she had been a villain. You would have remembered her. would have. Yep. And then we have someone who would like to remain anomalous. Wow. Anonymous. I I just, I don't know what to do with this. Because I wholeheartedly disagree with every single thing in it. Oh, no. Okay. Normally, I would put my name all over this email, but it is a hot take that could get me banned from ever being mentioned on the show again. So I would like to remain anonymous. Okay. Here it goes. As someone who has only watched GH from, and I'm going to change some of these dates just to help them remain more anonymous. Okay. But it's been since the turn of the century. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ew. We can oh, use that phrase. Stop. <laughs> I have no connection to some of these legacy characters. Uh-huh. And... 100% think they should recast Luke Spencer. What? Okay. The original actor has retired. No. 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 <laughs> they could say that he had plastic surgery to hide from his enemies. No. No. <laughs> But the Victor storyline has brought him out of hiding and faking his own death. Okay, I'd be good with him faking his own death and then hiding. But no. Then have him perish on the island bunker. No. (laughs) (laughs) With Victor once that goes down. No, 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 no. He is not dying with Victor. No. No. Everyone is like, we want Luke for the 60th anniversary story. Then the guy behind the counter says, best I can do is Tracy. Yeah. It's not done yet, though. It's not done yet. And if it wasn't Luke, I would totally agree with just say he had plastic surgery and redo. If it was almost any other character. But Luke is the... Replacing Robert. Yeah. No. Luke is the legacy character. You cannot... That'd be like replacing Laura. Okay, Jeannie Francis is technically recast. But that didn't count. Not no. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. I'm not so we up on this. Thank you for submitting your email that we have shut down completely. <laughs> there is no discussion here. <laughs> Even if you just recast him to kill him on screen in a blaze of glory. No. Or do like they did with Helena's last appearance and have it be a video message so he wouldn't have to be there. It could be the original actor saying goodbye and crashing a plane or something to take out some bad guys. That I'm okay with. I, that. Original actor, that's fine. He doesn't have to be there in person. He can Skype in. That's fine. Anything but a tram accident Mm -hmm. off screen. I agree with that. Right. I agree that that was the absolute Worst. worst way that they could have possibly killed Luke. Yes. Just a hot take on something that I know 
you're passionate about, but I am not. (laughs) Do yourself a favor and go down that rabbit hole of Luke Spencer. Yes. And you will see why there is, there is no way that character could be recast. Mm -mm. Do you know that Robert was only supposed to be on for two days? No. Yeah. He was supposed to be on at the very beginning of the Ice Princess. So we are talking about the WSB on this week's upcoming 411. Who knows when we're going to finish the last three decades. But a lot happened this week that they kept talking about the WSB. Yes. And so it's like, okay, let's talk about the WSB. Because some people are probably like, what? And they kind of came about around the same time as the Ice Princess. So, um, yeah, when I was doing a little bit of reading, trying to find some resources, Robert was only supposed to, at the back of the scrapbook, Oh, okay. There are so many stories that we have covered that we should have looked to the back of the book because then the actors have comments about them. Oh, we will have to remember that moving forward. Audrey and Steve got married. That was her dad that played the minister that married them. And Audrey was actually supposed to die right after they got married. But because John Bernardino accidentally let it slip to a magazine, they changed it. Oh, okay. And then when Jenny Eckert was killed, they had five different, it was kind of like the movie Clue. And no, 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 that was when Phil was killed. They had different, they had filmed different endings. Oh, that's cool. And nobody knew. But then when Jenny Eckert, um, when Jenny Eckert was killed, they didn't tell the cast. So they were all learning. It was Lynn Herring, I believe, was the one who said she was so excited about that storyline because they had no clue if they had done it. Oh, that's awesome. So it was kind of just building upon it. And then, you know. Yeah. I Oh, it's. Yeah. We now have to go back and do like so many. Por- we don't really. <laughs> but just little things like that. Were, yeah. But yeah. Tristan Rogers said that he was only supposed to be on for two days. He's kind of hung around a little longer than that. So, yeah. So that was it for the poor Charles pipeline. Um, I like when we get people with different views, it is good to talk about just this particular one. We're going to shut down. (laughs) Thousand percent. But it's also, it goes to show what we talked about before. How many times people who are newer to the show have no idea. Right. It's the same reason why we love John Ingle as Edward Quartermain. And so many people hate him. Yes. Because they liked David Lewis. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, it's one of those things. It depends on when you came in to. Right. When you started watching, you fell in love with certain characters. Right. And the actors that portrayed them. It's like we've talked about before with adjusting to the new Lulu when they brought her in. Right. We had nothing against the new actress. It was just like, that's not who we know. And now as time's gone on, we're like, oh, okay, yeah, we love Emmy. you like recasting Robin. Yes. No. That's not, not going to happen. Mm-mm. No. All right. So what's our uh, Hulu headlines for the week so I can make fun of them? On Monday, Felicia is concerned. What's stupid? Go ahead. <laughs> On Tuesday, Robert and Diane are interrupted. Yes. On Wednesday, Chase and Dante offer support. Okay. On Thursday, Ava doesn't mince words. Mm-hmm. I love Ava. And on Friday, Michael makes an accusation. Yes. Yes, he did. 
totally didn't talk any wedding stuff in those descriptions, but okay. No. Yeah. Okay. So Felicia's concerned. How is Felicia surprised that Tracy didn't think Luke's death was an accident? Like, she's surprised that the woman that was married to him on and off for years didn't know him well enough to know that that sounded suspicious. Right. Like she, and she's like, Tracy, what made you think that Luke's death wasn't, was not an accident. Right. She's like, excuse me. And she gave more detail. She was like, he goes to Switzerland once a year to his bank in Zurich. I don't know what he'd be doing on this cable car. It doesn't even make any sense. Or even if he was, that just doesn't, add up right he wasn't there for the chocolate he wasn't there for the chocolate can we just all love tracy love tracy i loved her when she's like i didn't mind saving luke's son but if holly couldn't have driven up that price that would have been nice (laughs) oh i'm out an extra two mil thanks to you guys and your scheme but i just didn't like that they made it sound like tracy would have zero clue right well tracy took offense to it because felicia was like i know luke so well and tracy was like excuse me no on that plane though that did not sleep with luke i know felicia was only a one time but whatever i think it was only one time right i think so because i don't remember it being like a thing yeah i mean obviously we know that holly was more than once it only takes once but (laughs) right yeah she went to see Jen- Tracy. Went to see Jennifer Smith. Yes, and believed her because <laughs> she could make them right. <laughs> I believed her because she just wasn't smart enough to lie in this case. Okay. Yeah. And Felicia was reading a tale of two cities. She was, but she brought up a good point about the WSB. They just wanted to wrap it all up, and so once they got Jennifer Smith done, they're not going to investigate anymore. Well, yeah. I mean they. They had an ending, whether it was true, and we talk about this a lot in real life, whether it's true or not, people just want an ending, and it was an ending. I didn't like that we rescued Ethan for him to be on the plane for five minutes and then be done with him. And And is Robin Hooding it? It makes more sense that the original Ethan didn't come back to play that part because it's not... it wasn't a real part. It right. was a five-minute plane ride talking about stealing money to give to different charities. Right. Okay. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I like the new guy. I don't have anything like against him. His acting him. was fine. It was just kind of, that's something they could have done off screen. Oh, we saved Ethan right. and then dropped him off at blah, blah, blah and moved on. Adding him into the storyline got you excited for nothing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe Nathan Parsons will come back at some point. Who knows? But I agree. It's... And, I mean, I guess he's not on enough for them to say the role of Nathan... Or the role of Ethan Lovett will be temporarily portrayed by blah, 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 blah. James Ryan. Sorry, I don't want to actually blah, blah, blah. The man put in his time and dedication to the role. So, no disrespect there. I'm so sorry. But, yeah, he was not a reoccurring character at this moment. Right, like how they've done with Michael and... Yes. And who's the dude from, what was it, Bored and the Beautiful that kept filling mm-hmm. in for him? Yeah. But apparently he's robbing from the rich and giving to the poor, and he's been stealing money to give to orphans. Yes. 
I'm glad that they're making him... But he was adopted, so, like, that is even more... Right. I'm glad they're giving him a nice storyline of what he's doing while he's not on screen, and that he's staying true to the Luke and Holly, like, getting into trouble, but also getting into trouble for a good cause. Yeah. Kind of thing. He's not just stealing to line his pockets. Okay. Both of them... Have not always I'm not saying been always, doing things. They do some good things too. They occasionally, but yes, all of the motive is not always the utmost. Right. Yes. I'm not saying all the time. I'm just saying. But it seems like Ethan's truly is, but he's made a ton of enemies along the way. They should bring him back and have him work with Christina. Yeah. In the new home that she's creating. Yeah. Okay. I would be good with that. I think that's all I have to say about that, though. Like, thanks, Ethan, for coming and saying hi. Nothing else really happened on that plane. And then that rolls you into Tuesday with Diane and Robert get interrupted. (laughs) No, I feel so bad for Diane. Oh, no, 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 no. Right, right, right. Yes. I am so angry. You do not mess with a woman of Diane's... In a way, they were trying to protect her because of her role, keeping her in the dark so she absolutely could say, I don't know. Okay, I I get that part of it, but Robert did know that Holly wasn't dead. Correct, yes. So, he was pursuing a relationship with Diane, knowing that Holly was still alive. So he made the choice that he would rather be with Diane than wait around for Holly. And then the second that Holly walks in the room, he, like, drops Diane. She's sitting against the desk holding on to her dry cleaning bill. Like, okay. And that was so cute when she came in and said, I have something for you. And he's yes. like, all right. <laughs> Here's the bill for my dry cleaning. So I just didn't, I didn't like the way. If he wouldn't have known that she was still alive... That whole scene would have been fine. Right. It still would have been disappointing to Diane, but it would have made sense that he was like, oh my gosh, Holly, blah, blah, blah. But the fact that he knew that she was alive, you just put Diane in the situation where now she has to go meet Alexis and vent about you. Not a good start to your relationship. No. No, no, no. But Alexis gave good advice. She did. She's like, don't back down. If you want that man, you go after him. And Alexis went to see Anna and then said, Oh, my friend, Diane. Right, like you've never met her before? Never met Diane. (laughs) Yeah, that was weird. The former police commissioner would absolutely know a high-powered attorney. Yes. Yeah, that that was really weird. I wasn't sure why they said it like that. But anyway, she had to go meet with her friend, Diane. She didn't really give, like, the Anna exchange between Alexis and Anna, the exchange between Alexis and Anna was not really necessary. It was weird that Valentine told me to read this to you in case he dies, but it really didn't say anything. Right. It was, I've already updated my will, sure that she said, she said, I'm going to share this with you. It wasn't that Valentine asked her to tell him. Oh, see, I thought that he did. To tell her. No. She was like, I just wanted you to know, because you're probably thinking, why was Valentine reaching out to me at this moment? This is why. He wanted to remind me that if he dies, I get to handle everything. Right. Anna didn't need to know that. She does not need to think about him dying when she's in the hospital and cannot go help. Just no point. Yeah. I did like that Holly went and kept her company. That was nice. 
they have to figure out where they're going to put Holly. I think they're like confused with her. Like, are we going to hang out with Robert? Are we going to be friends with Anna? Where are we going to put her? Yeah. Because she doesn't really belong anywhere right now. Can we quit calling Andre just for favors? As soon as she said, I called in a favor and the door knocked, I was like, it's Andre. Yeah. Guess what? We just had the same exact scene with her and Valentine when they were in Switzerland? Yep. Holland? Where, wherever they were. And Andre showed up there. I did like the Holly's like, Andre Maddox, Andre Maddox, how do I know your name? <laughs> oh, wait a second. You did this bad stuff. And he's like, yeah, so I've spent the past few years trying to fix that. Yes. I hope that they bring him back because Jordan needs someone. And I liked Andre. And I liked Jordan. They were and Andre. really good. Yes. It was a different Jordan. But that's okay. We have to see how the chemistry I is feel like, new Jordan and Andre. I feel like anyone could have chemistry with Andre. If you need someone on screen, call me up. I'd be happy to have some chemistry with Andre. So yeah, they need, they compare him with pretty much anyone, but he needs to be back for more than just favors. Yes. But he brought the file that he took from the WSB or downloaded from the WSB that had all the information on the 1980s of what the Cassidines were trying to do and they were able to figure out wait this is not just like blow up a few people because he's mad he's trying to take over the world so I wish they had done this with Victor sooner Victor has not been this passionate about saving the world and undoing all the stuff that we have done I did go into the travel guide to Port Charles because I was like, okay, we did a four-part series on the Ice Princess. This is now the Ice Princess 4.0. Oh my gosh. The fourth storyline involving yes. the Ice Princess. And we all know it's a weather machine and all that. And he said something about how Mikos was more about the money. And I'm thinking back to, but the, you wanted all the power and everything. Mm-hmm. Every time he came back, it was always about the power, the power, the power. And it was... You know, Mikos had it because he threatened to reign the same terror on other cities unless the governments of the world acknowledged him as their supreme leader. Power. It was all about the power. And then it talks about what happened in Port Charles was the early warning of the coming upheaval to our planet's weather patterns. And it says that the fatuous, bloativating throwback had it in his head, and they're talking about Mikos, had it in his head. He wasn't really out to hurt anyone. He was actually only trying to bring the planet into harmony, destroy borders, upend governments, and establish a world utopia where everyone lived together in peace. What a crock. Really, he was just your common crook, an extortionist waving a Dr. Evil-sized stick. I put him in his place, cracked the code to his weather machine, and saved the world. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And that was Luke. With the Cassidines brought to justice and their doomsday doohickey rendered kaput, the atmosphere in Port Charles cleared. Temperatures quickly returned to a status more benefiting of the summer months. The snow melted and the ordeal was over. And Robert goes on to say that when snow melts, it becomes water. It seeps into the soil, flows into the watershed, replenishes the reservoirs, the river, the lake. We drink it. We bathe in it. We think nothing of it. What about carbonic snow? Has anyone conducted any long-term testing of Port Charles water sources? Oh, that would be good. Right. <laughs> Or its population to determine what side effects they might be coming into contact with that blight. They should have tied that to the Jerry Jack's water stuff. Yes! 
that would have been good. Well, I think Jerry was connected to the Cassavines with that. He was, but I don't think they ever explained it like that. That, that would have been good. The, yeah. There's suddenly a water crisis because all those yucky things have come out. That's the scientific way to say it. Yucky things. You're welcome. It just feels like since Victor's been back, he's wanted power and to make the Cassadines the top of the food chain and whatever. And he's saying, now he's saying, no, that was Mikos. That's not me. All I've ever wanted is to save the world. And that's not... I don't know. I don't feel like even in the early 2000s when we had him, I don't feel... Because he was at Crichton Clark and he was director of the WSB. So maybe there was some good things, but I don't feel like it was this passionate about saving the planet. No. Because that's where we're getting this, right? Is we need to save the planet. I don't know. Maybe he's planning on making a lot of the vaccine so that he's not going to wipe out 80% of the population. Because that's what they're saying. Without a vaccine, only 20% of the population is immune to whatever this biohazard is. But if he's making the vaccine, maybe he's going to give it to a little bit more than that. I'm just trying to help find the good in the man, okay? (laughs) There's not any. I just, I don't want to know. What, like, what's his criteria? But then Anna and Holly even said, like, we don't tell the WSB right now because they will see eight people as collateral damage. Just They're expendable to save eight billion. Right. Or eight million, whatever the number was that they said. But they're not going to care that it's two young adults and a baby. Nope. Because now they're saving a million babies. Right. So. Right. Once you take the personal feelings out of it obviously you save the most people (laughs) on that same because we're full into ice princess now okay so curtis and all them get on the island there are no gloves or hats right they're in their winter coats and they're like oh my god it's so cold rubbing their hands together okay and then they hear the bad guys come in so they hide behind the rock And I know this is like fast forwarding us all the way to Friday, but I don't care because it's ridiculous. Oh no, Valentine's phone is ringing. Who would have their ringer on? Like that means they silent your phones when you go on a a mission. Undercover missions, yes. When you're trying to be stealthy, yeah. And he's not that stupid. He's not. I'm not saying any of them would have been. No. But seriously, it is like the exact same thing. When you go into a movie, you're like, oh, okay, I need to remember to turn my phone off. Even before they flash all those things on the screen that say turn your phone off. Right. You do not step off of a boat, helicopter, however the heck they got there. It wasn't by helicopter. It must have been a boat. No, so, no, no, no. They did say, they said helicopter because I saw someone on social media that said, uh, by the way, helicopter would have dropped out of the sky halfway across the ocean. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about helicopters, so I don't know. See, I was under the impression that the helicopter was taking them quickly to the plane that was going to quickly take them to, like, the shortest boat, because they were on the other side. They parked on the other side of the island. Parked? Is that what you call a boat? Docked? I don't know. Anyway. But, yeah, that's the first thing. In the seven hours it takes you to get there, because that's what Drew said. We have seven hours to plan this out. In that seven hours... You would have thought to turn off your phone. Put on vibrate. Do they have vibrate on 
satellite phones. I don't know. I don't know. How do satellite, do satellite phones go on silent? Because part of the purpose of having one would be you need connection in unconnectable areas. No, I'm going to say yes. There's the silence button. Do satellite phones... Phones... Vibrate. <laughs> we'll just check vibrate. When an incoming call comes, a satellite phone will make a sound or vibrate. Thank you. Can we put it on silent? On silent. Because think about it. It's a satellite phone, at least the, the one that I'm looking at that he had, was very similar to what we originally had as cell phones. Right. They didn't. If you had it on silent, I don't know. It looked like a Zach Morris phone more to me than yeah. even my little Nokia that was super cute. Because that at least did show missed calls. Right. And it would light up. Yeah. The original ones had to But did the Zach Morris phone have a caller ID display? You didn't know. Remember the time when you didn't know that you missed a call unless they left a voicemail on your answering machine? Sorry. They left a message on the answering machine. You had zero clue. If that tape was full, you had no clue if anybody else called. Right. So is a satellite phone... Because answering machines came out before caller ID did. Right. But I think caller ID came out before cell phone. Before, like, everyone right, had right, cell phones. But I'm just saying, but, so like, does that satellite, satellite phone, it would say missed call. It may not be smart enough to tell you the phone number, Dude. but it would tell you that you missed a call. I'm having faith here. Come on. Phones have caller ID. I can't wait for the FBI to come take your this phone. This is nothing. This is nothing. <laughs> just can't wait. She's what is the downside to having a satellite phone? Um, limited battery life. So why didn't we talk about that? Ooh. Traditional phones and internet networks are much easier to monitor. So the cartels use them as a form of communication that is harder, harder to track. Oh, why do cartels use satellite phones? Satellite phones give them a secure line of communication and allow them to stay anonymous. I'm buying a satellite phone just for the heck of it. So people can think I'm that important. Why doesn't it? It doesn't tell me if it has caller ID. I'm telling you, it has to at least say missed call. I would think so. Okay. Point is, yeah. no matter what kind of phone you had, Valentine especially would be smart enough to silence it. I think so. I, I just don't know where else to go with that. Like, yes, we worked up to it all week of where are people going and who's going where and blah, 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 blah. And Jordan needs to know. And Portia has a note that Scott's like, why do you have more information than I do? And she's like, I don't know. I got a note. Sorry, Obrecht left in a hurry. Couldn't leave you one. What are you, what are you getting at? They didn't keep you in this loop. I'm, Sure, they had their reasons. Sorry. Well, and Portia, before he left, asked Valentine for information about Victor. Yes. Tell me everything you know about your father. And he's like, what? The whole world knows the same stuff I was know. Was it this week or last week where Portia asked Anna if she thought that... was that this week, which was Trina, totally... Do you think Victor would hurt Trina? And, she's, and then she even corrected herself... Why what am I asking you? He shot you. Wait, you're in the hospital right now because Victor has no problem hurting people. 
But let me ask you if he heard Trina, who has no value to him whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Pretty sure she is seen as number one. Yeah. He's only keeping her alive to keep Spencer happy. And and you know that. And, yeah. and I get that you, as a mom, would have to be, like, fretting that your daughter is with this evil mastermind. But would you really waste your time going to ask stupid questions that are actually just going to make you feel worse? Right. No. No. Dive into your work or go home and be sad. Those are your choices. Leave Anna alone. She needs to rest. Yes. Oh, but before that, okay, so the reason that they went to Greenland was because Robert tracked the haunted star. Yes. By using satellites. Yes. And. Well, he had the the basic coordinates down because Laura and Curtis came to him yes. and were like, hey, we found this map from Drew and this is what he was saying. And this is the only spot that makes sense. And <gasps> it was funny because. Um, Robert's like, these are all the same spots from 1981. I know. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, they are. So I do love that they're bringing in all this throwback. Yeah. Yes. But so, then they made him stay and he went to his office and was all pouty. And then that's when Diane came in and he's like, Hey, Hey, and then Holly came in and, then and he ruined it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've said this a thousand times. I don't understand why Holly ruins everyone's relationships like when you look back at her on the 80s it had luke and robert fighting over her and like everyone's in love well, with her. i'm just not that impressed with her i liked her and robert the only reason she and robert got together though was because luke died in the avalanche yes person who thinks that luke needs to be recast luke died in avalanche in 1983 yeah. and then holly thought that she was pregnant with his son or baby I don't know if it was ever announced. And Robert vowed to take care of his best friend's baby. And then they really fell in love because she was going to get deported. Right. And so he married her and she was a pain to him. And then they fell madly in love. And then I think she had conflicting feelings when Luke came back, but I think she knew for sure that she loved Robert. She was upset when Anna came back. Oh, I know she was. But, or but, Anna debuted. Sorry. Right. But Anna and him are definitely done now. Oh, yeah. And we were just starting this little more than flirtation with Diane that everyone was excited for, and then Holly has to come back in and mess it up. I'm sorry, though. I'm ready for that fight between the two of them. Between Holly and Diane. She, Diane's already... No. She has She has already put her foot down with, I'm not putting up with this crap. Bye. I don't think there's going to be a fight. I think Robert's going to say something stupid and she's going to be like, I'm sorry. I don't wait around for any man. I've had people that are way younger than you make more money than you, blah, blah, blah. You, we don't know that Max made more money than Robert. I feel like Robert probably has way more money than Max. I'm just saying in her past. I'm sure she's dated other people that made bank. Like she hangs out with the high rollers kind of people so she also makes her own money she does she does but i'm just saying like <laughs> she say, doesn't need a man for her money right but to say to him you know i'm not with you because of anything superficial like money or looks or whatever i thought we genuinely had a connection but if you're still playing with feelings for holly i'm out thanks anyway and then he's gonna have to be like oh crap i'm letting an amazing woman go for this person that i've already tried with a thousand times and it didn't work yeah. Stop wasting everybody's time, Robert. 
Aunt Holly, like, come on. Well, the thing is, if she didn't see him with Diane, she probably wouldn't be having any feelings. Although she did go to see him for a purpose. She did, but she still plays it up like, oh, Robert, you're my love. No, stop. Just the way he, like, touches her and is all feely. No. You, can, you have old-time friends. Every time you see them, you're not like, oh, my God, here, let me hug you and touch you. No. No. No, no, no. So, but it down. I would like to accept my position with the staff of the writing team because I feel like I have passed my interview at this point. You have? When they started talking about Demeter and Persephone, I was like, when do I start? Exactly. You're welcome for all this information. I got you guys figured out. <laughs> you know my email. Just just do it. <laughs> I proved my worth, I promise. Oh, it was so good. I was so excited about yes, that. You should have been. Yes, as they started talking about it, I was like, I don't need to listen. Shannon already told me all this. So I'm good. Yay. Um is there anything else to cover that storyline? I don't think so. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Oh no. Were you not happy with the wedding? It was just, uh, is this happening yet? Are we just going to keep sitting here talking about things? We just have to sit here and keep talking about how awesome Carly is. She's a great mom to the girls. She's a great mom to Michael. She's a great mother-in-law to Willow. Okay. At one point, did you think that that was going to be Willow's wedding dress? And you're like, okay, she has to get a real dress on at some point. Right. And then it really started to feel like, no, that's what she's going to wear. And then thank goodness, Carly was like, okay, it's dress time. I'm like, yay. And her dress was gorgeous. Her she was beautiful. Was yes. The girls were adorable. Aw. Oh, Ava keeping Nina in line and was like, yeah, so here's the deal. Um, That is crossing so many boundaries with you getting her a gift, but we can get to them in a second. We yes. will get to them in a second. Yes. But I don't know. I was just. Ugh. No, see, I liked how low key it was but still special it was cody wasn't there leah wasn't there well i did think it was wrong that leah wasn't there i don't know about and cody. cody but he lives there and olivia would have had him working t- in some capacity maybe i don't behind know behind the cody, scenes or something Leo, definitely and i also thought it was messed up did you notice when the girls walked in it was donna who was like i want in the picture and then whenever they took the pictures by the staircase it was avery not donna in the picture donna was never in that picture 
I only remember Avery being there. No, Avery and Donna both walked in with Bobby. Yes. And Joss had Amelia. And Donna instantly ran up to Sonny when they were taking the picture of Sonny, Dante, Christina, and Michael. Donna ran up to Sonny and was like, I want to be in the picture. And then um, her voice is way cuter than that. But, you know, (laughs) and then Christina said, let's move it over to the stairs. And they took a picture of the stairs. They asked Joss if she wanted to be in it. And she was like, no. Yeah. They took a picture of them in front of the stairs. But it was Avery that was in the picture. Donna was not. So how do we lose a kid somewhere? I don't know. It's a big house. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, I honestly, I think at that point I was kind of just zoning out on it. So. Oh, no, I, I liked it. I, it felt intimate, but low key. I wasn't, I didn't like it how choppy just, the ceremony was. Cause like. And Ned just played a few chords. Like Ned didn't even sing. I feel like we Come were on. supposed to have missed that. Then why even bother? Just have him hold the guitar. It, I don't know. I don't know why they did it. I think it. for Probably. such a big, oh my God, Michael and Willow are finally getting married. It was like, eh. No, but I think she wanted it low key. I'm going to disagree with you here. I liked it. The only thing, well, the only, the first thing that I thought was adorable was, um, Wiley started blowing bubbles before it ended. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. And he like popped one and I was like, where are the bubbles coming from? And then they pronounced them man and wife or whatever. And everybody pulled out their bubbles. And I was like, Oh, that's so cute. Just like a normal kid would do. If I'm going to pull out the bubbles and play with them. Sure. That wasn't part of the script, but it was adorable. And then what I didn't like, cause I just noticed these things and it has to drive me crazy. Her rings did not match. She had a gold wedding band and her engagement ring is I'm assuming platinum, but white gold, if not with the blue, sapphire in it that was i was gonna say wasn't it lila's yeah was there a purpose behind the wedding band no there were just two gold he got a gold band she got a gold band maybe she's not gonna wear the engagement ring with it a lot of women do that What? a lot of women do that it's not all about the jewelry what yeah all that money on a pretty sparkly ring and you don't wear it every Some day? Don't, not every day I have a silicone band that I wear a lot. I know, and it annoys me when you wear it. Why? Because those ones are pretty and sparkly. Yeah. You're not doing, unless you're like gardening or something. I garden, and when I swim, and when I work out, and when I am meeting strangers that I don't need to have looking at my jewelry. Yeah. No. Yeah. (laughs) I I like to not be a target, maybe. If I'm meeting strangers, I do not have... I'm not a blinged out realtor. Sorry. But I don't think that you're blinged out. Again, no one needs to really know about Shannon's whatever, but you're not a super blingy person. Yeah. So I feel like you're. I don't even have them on right now because I've been losing weight. And so they're spinny. That's also a big part of it too. The silicone band is easier during weight loss. I guess that makes sense. I'm still married, even though I don't wear them. If I have a silicone band on, I already said my favorite proposal ever was the quarter machine ring from the movie, A Thing Called Love with River Phoenix and Samantha Mathis. It could be a twist tie. It could be a twist tie, but I would still wear the twist tie every day. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But they don't have to match. It depends oh. on what day of the week they were. the bread was made that you're taking the twist tie off of. They do have to match. Okay. 
She just might not wear it every day. Who they knows? Have to, they have to match unless there was sentimental value. That's what I'm it. saying. Like, what if, if there, there was, was sen- sentimental value, then okay, fine. But no, this was just like a regular gold band. I didn't like that it didn't match. Whatever. Maybe everyone else isn't as crazy as me, but yeah. I don't know. I didn't like that Carly gave her a comb, and then one day she's going, Joss is going to wear it at her wedding, and I'm thinking, is that supposed to be a sign of good luck? Because it hasn't worked so far. Pretty sure every time it's been worn at a wedding, everyone's either died or divorced. But maybe it's just the something borrowed. It's not, it doesn't have to borrow some bad luck. No, (laughs) bad luck doesn't travel like that not being superstitious here then why are you doing the something borrowed something blue <laughs> it's something, tradition. Old, something new okay it's tradition uh-huh it's not superstition it's tradition so it's what happens if you don't do it then that you're fine okay you don't have to do it okay i did it but yeah that I was the first it. thing i thought when she was like my mom gave this to me and i'm like how'd that work out for you eight times or whatever it wasn't eight times that was or maybe it was eight times. It's been a lot. Okay, it's been a lot. But I did love that part of the before the wedding scene whenever Tracy tried to call Carly out. And then Ned jumped in and was like, wait a minute. What about you? You were married yep. to my dad, train wreck. Dylan's dad, train wreck. Yep. Ah, that was fun. And all of that we talked about during Alan's 411 because he was also tied into a lot of those. Yes. So, yes, yes they showed that tie-in. Or they talked about that tie-in. Yes. But that was cute that they brought it up. No, I was I was happy with the wedding. I felt like I just, it was appropriate for the fact that she isn't feeling that great and yeah. all of that. I did feel like they would have bought her a less fancy dress to put on after the ceremony. Mm. Like I thought it was odd that, or even like a dressy pantsuit if she didn't want to be in a skirt. I felt like it was kind of odd that she went upstairs to lay down, came back down in jeans and a sweater, and Michael's still in his suit. And the party guests are still in their fancy outfits. Maybe she just wanted to be comfy. Maybe. Maybe she should have borrowed Porsche's joggers. Yes, they But she didn't use. Well, she did use them. (laughs) Out of necessity, because she didn't have any other clothes. Uh, I don't know. I just thought it was boring. I was like, all right, you guys are married. Boring. I, I felt so bad for Chase oh my God. <laughs> when she's like, she's like, I've never been this in like loved or something like that. And I'm like, um, he, he's sitting right there, you know, <laughs> right, like, right. She's like that fake marriage that was supposed to be a fake marriage. I just fell in love with you more and more every day. And you're like, man, that's wrong. It sounded like she and she and Chase were so in love. Right. And I mean, he was great to her there was absolutely nothing wrong with their relationship until she started cheating on him with michael well sasha could have felt the same way right like michael's like you're the only person i've ever loved like what about all those other chicks that died well that's what i was gonna say like how about you're the only person i've ever loved that's made it to the altar (laughs) (laughs) and now you may die yeah oops okay here's the thing so Molly was taking the pictures and we see her getting upset and we know why she's getting upset. So I kind of liked that because we knew why she was getting upset. Although that would have been a good segue if they had waited until after the wedding and just had Molly kind of like just being sweet, you know, just like 
oh, and then then lead it into, okay, now that the wedding is done, now we can kind of, we still need Willow to get this bone marrow transplant and blah, 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 blah. But then open up the story with Molly. Sam is on it. Right. Oh, and oh. Christina was like, tell me what's up. And she's like, it's private, Christina. And Although, Christina's like, we don't do private. Christina saying to Dante something about my sister, right. but kind of forgetting to say, oh, yeah, and I'm yours, too. Like, right. how about we just, if the three of you are going to discuss things, how about we don't talk about the fact that either one of you are her sister? Right. Because automatically you jump to, like, if we're just going to ignore this, oh. then just ignore it. Stop. Stop having Christina say stuff like that. Yeah. It's so weird. But I did like Tracy automatically coming in, though, and laying into Carly about, um, oh, she said something about, like, she came in and she started complaining about the daffodils. Yes. And how it, it looks, looks like, like the Easter bunny threw up, up all over the place. <laughs> and then something about oh she said something and then everyone is like it's monica's house yes but it had something to do with carly she said and why is that interloper here or something like that oh oh, oh. monica gave away tracy's room yes yes that had nothing to do with carly i'm like i know that because it was the she just went bam 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 here i've missed you guys for a year let me get them all out of the way yes and then why is carly here why are there daffodils why is my room gone? Right. Because Brooklyn's <gasps> like, here, Granny, I'll take you to your room. And then she's like, I know where my room is. And they're like, no. No, it's not your room anymore. And Tracy is why Chase has his badge back. Yes. How do you think he's going to feel about that one? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I feel like Tracy laid it out there for him. She's avoiding you, but you should kind of be grateful to her because she pulled some extra strings to make sure you got what you wanted back. And at the end of the day, he can be annoyed that he feels like he didn't get it back completely on his own merit. But the point is that they see the good that you were doing and they want you back on the force and they know you more, you know, well-rounded than the people on the board who are asking you questions like, well, why are you a rock star? Because you're not a cop. Right. So you got it back. Just go with it. I don't think it's going to be a negative thing. I did not like that. Ned was going after Valentine for taking care of Anna and basically being like, I don't care when he knows firsthand exactly what ignoring the person you love does when you put, ELQ above them. And again, if Olivia overheard any of these conversations, she would have smacked him upside the head with a skillet. She would have smacked him upside the head. But I do kind of agree with him that Valentine's been back for a while and the shareholders want an explanation. Can't you just do a press release real quick? It doesn't even have to be long. Just due to personal family members that were endangering members of my family, I had to pretend to be dead but i'm not so here you go and now i'll be moving forward with my position just something to get it out there because it does look shady as heck you're pretending to be dead dude why there's a reason there is a reason but the stockholders don't know that and now they're gonna have even more questions with the fact that carly and drew are in trouble and that looks so suspicious that he just left yep yep 
But I loved all of that. That whole storyline was great. Yeah. Nina is like, I just did what I had to do, what you told me to do, Ava. And Ava's like, I did not tell you to do that. I was trying to show you how ridiculous you are. And instead, she cut her out. Yes. Yes. Have you heard the song? And it has a bad word in it, so I won't like say the bad word, but who the F is Ava? No. Okay. So it's the song, and it really has nothing to do with Ava. Like Archie, it's not Ava Jerome. Ava. It is not Ava Jerome. It's about a woman who is—I don't know if she's married to him or dating him or whatever—but in his phone, he has the name Ava with a heart next to it. Oh, and so she's like, "Who the f is Ava? Is she your only one?" Blah 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 blah. And it like goes on or whatever. But just the tone that she says it in. Every time I hear it, I'm like, "Oh, I feel like this song is written about Ava Jerome." <laughs> I will have to send it to you. Yeah, it's just the tone of like, "Who the is this?" I'm like. Oh, it's all Ava Jerome. Anyway, I just love the fact that she put her in her place, like, in traditional Ava ways. I will be your friend, but I'm not going to lie to you. What you did was completely stupid. When it comes out and Sonny realizes that it's you, he's going to be on Carly's side because they have an unbreakable bond beyond their intimate relationship. And you should know that by now. Yeah. The whole world knows it. That's why she is basically doing what she's doing, because she's threatened by Carly. Yes, exactly. And Sunny proved it once again, no questions asked. Oh, okay, we changed the direction, so it looks like Drew's going to Malibu? Maui. Maui, okay. Sorry. I think so. Yes, Hawaii. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I got Malibu Barbie in my head. (laughs) And totally, you know, changed the direction of the investigation, and Carly's like, how did that happen? And then she looks at him and he's like, mm-hmm. and I love that Joss played the same way when Dante yeah. was like, I kind of have a feeling Sunny has something to do with this. And she's like, yeah, no comment. I don't know. Yep. Well, she doesn't. She doesn't. But yeah, I love, I loved all of that. Ava was on point. Absolutely. And she called Nina out when she's like, but, but, and she's like, no. No, she's, no. She's like, really think about it. Why did you do this? And then I know. The second that it hit Nina, that this wasn't even about Carly and the kids and Sunny being mad, but that Willow is going to be so angry that she got the other grandma sent to prison. Yep. The only grandma that Wiley and Amelia actually know. Whew, you just ruined all kinds of relationships, girlfriend. Yeah. And when it bites you in the butt, I'm going to be like, ha, you got what you deserved. That was probably the best part of the week was Ava. Yep. Hands down. Yes, yes, yes. I don't think that there was, oh, but so Carly was arrested. I did not like that. Like, it's Michael and Willow's wedding. Why does it have to end being about Carly? I just I'm sorry. that it made sense for them to find Carly there because... If they're coming to arrest you, they're going to your house. So if they would have gone there and been like, we're looking for Drew Kane, blah, blah, blah. And then she would have yeah, stepped up and been yeah. like, why are you looking for Drew? And they would have been like, ma'am, who are you? How is this any of your business? And she would have been like, I'm Carly Spencer. And then them to be mm. like, oh, actually, cool. We want you too. We were stopping at your house next. We'll just take you now. That would have made sense. Or is that how the anonymous tip is going to be found out to be Nina because they did get the tip that she would be at the Quartermain Mansion? Oh, that would make sense. Okay. Could that I have hope. been part of it? And then Sonny's going to be like, yeah, so here's the deal. Um, you were on the phone with Martin, who's not your attorney, right? Anonymous tip suddenly came in. Yep. 
Okay, I'll allow it. <laughs> and yeah, all right, that makes sense. That just popped in my head because okay. I I hadn't thought about that, but no, you're absolutely right. But yeah, and then she's in the police station being interrogated, and they're not going to get anything from her because her yeah. attorney's Diane, and Carly knows how to play this game. I did think that it was correctly done that Michael turned around and said to Ned, this is exactly what you wanted. You had to be the one to tip them off. And then Ned goes to Brooklyn and is like, can you believe he would say that? And Brooklyn's like, uh, yeah, because that's what everyone's thinking. But this is what we were talking about that now Willow is finally starting. Because here's the thing. Willow has not seen any of this. And this was before she was sick. Right. So this is not just Michael protecting her and blah, 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 blah. Before he knew she was sick, he was doing all this stuff and keeping her out of the loop. Mm -hmm. And now she's finding out that the man she just married has lied about an enormous part of their finances. Yeah. And yes, they didn't actually go through with the merger. However, Willow put that together right away. Um, So you have interest in both of these companies. Yeah. Um, How's that going to look for you? Right. But then they even said it. The bad guys are only looking at Carly and Drew. There was no mention of anyone else, which makes it even more suspicious. But they're going to because there's no way who Michael is. Right. You know, it's, yeah, so. Oh, that brings us to the only other thing that we didn't talk about. Michael with the whole Pikeman group playing. Oh, yeah. What? I don't understand. This is what I'm saying. I was just kind of like, eh. Right. Because here's the thing. If the wedding had all been done together, maybe. But because we did like... It felt like days yes, in the cottage getting ready. I where I yeah. was just like, okay, are we doing this? Right. Because they said to her several times, is it time to put on the dress? Because the original makeup artists couldn't come. Yep. So Maxie had Sasha and Brooklyn come and they said, do you want us to put you in your dress? Yeah. And then there was another time. I'm pretty sure that somebody else mentioned dress. I don't know if it was Maxie or what. And then Carly finally said it. And it's like, if you have to be at your wedding at a certain time, you have that timed out to get your dress on an hour mm-hmm. beforehand, or if it's only in walking distance, 15 minutes beforehand or whatever. Right. So yeah, it felt like four hours at the gatehouse. Yes. And then I'm not really interested in the Pikeman stuff because you only got that snippet of something's going down tonight. And then they are in the warehouse and Sunny shows up and is like, I'm here. And Brick is like, hey, what are you doing over there? Yeah, it just. I wanted what I was hoping for was. Well, where's your boss? And then Sunny comes in and then we hear heels. Oh, yes. And then it ended. Come on, guys. Yes. Come on. And Faith Ross goes right there. And Dex is like, Mom! <laughs> Not <laughs> What are you doing? No. <laughs> it's baby Dex. Mommy! <laughs> you better get your finger puppets out. Here's a couple popsicle sticks. And she's like, Sunny. <laughs> and then Selena shows up and is like, I've heard a lot about you. And Dex is still just sitting there going, Mommy, Mommy! (laughs) Oh, my God. And that will be my first rewrite as new. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, I think we talked about everything. Yeah. Do 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 reality check. My son turned twenty one. Congratulations! And I drove up to his school. You survived it. I Yay. did. Sorry for Shannon. I did. So for whatever reason. Years ago, I told him, no matter where you are, I will buy you your first drink when you turn 21. I will be there at midnight to take you out. And I don't know. It just started from, it must have been like part of a conversation and just like stayed. And his school's only two hours away. And so I booked like a little cabin. They have a lake at the school that he goes to. Well, not on campus. There's like a lake nearby. And so I found this little um, cabin there was only like $20 more than a regular hotel. Oh, nice. So I was like, heck yeah, I'm going to get myself my own little cabin. Thank you. Finished up some work. <laughs> I had to take a nap <laughs> at about 9.30, 10 o'clock. Wake myself up at quarter after 11. Went and picked him up at about 10 till. And we went to the local bar that's actually the oldest eating and food establishment or eating and drinking food establishment in the town. Okay. Which I didn't know until. Oh, that's cool. And... It was dead because it was Wednesday night and we got there at like 1158 and sat down and the bartender comes over and says something, you know, hi. I was like, in two minutes, he's 21. And so he's like, okay, I have your ID, you know, and asks him what he wants to drink. And he's torn, you know, he doesn't know (laughs) what to order. Bartender asked me, I was like, can I just have a gin and tonic with a lime? So then we got him a Long Island. Nice. And there was a guy at the other side of the bar that bought his first drink for him. Aww. And we're just sitting there talking, blah, blah. And then also because it was his 21st birthday, they have a wheel that you go to spin. And whatever it lands on, you get a shot. Oh, that's fun. And there were some, like, really fun names on it. And it went black. And he's like, okay, so that's supposed to be bartender's choice. I'm going to let you spin it again. Okay. Because I think he could tell. Like, he really hasn't been – he's not – Haha, I've been going to the bar for years and now I'm legally allowed to. Like, he's not ever done that. Yeah. So he doesn't know. And so he made, he got a pink Starburst and he said that it tasted just like it. And then he said something about mom and the guy who bought him the Long Island Uh went, mom. He's like, I thought you were a sister. So my next drink was on him. And I'm like, oh, sweet. I get drinks now for him turning 21. That's awesome. I could handle this. And then I took him out to breakfast the next morning and kind of just gave myself a little bit of me time just because I've been a mom now for 21 years. Right. I like him so much though. Like that's, you know, you're going to love your kids no matter what, but like, I actually like who my kids are. Yeah. Like I like them as people. They're good people. That's a good feeling. It is. Ryan makes fun of me because I say that every time. Then Matt calls and says something. Then we hang up the phone. I'm like, I love him. And Ryan's like, really? Like, I know. And I'm like, no, but I just love him. So I got, I got that same feeling of our boys are good boys. Not really boys. I guess they're men. No, they're little men. No. (laughs) Not ready for that. Yeah. Well, congratulations. You made it to 21 and that you raised a, a decent human being. I have two decent human beings. I know, but she's not, she's not at 21 <laughs> She's yet. not at 21 yet. Although not that I think she's going to go crazy tomorrow, but I will not give you that stamp until she is 21. She wants nothing to do with it. She wants nothing to do with it. If I cook with wine, she's like, I don't want it. She doesn't get mad about it. Sorry. I shouldn't really use that voice. It's just like a, but she's like, are you trying to get me drunk? And I was like, no, honey, I'm not trying to get the alcohol cooks out of it. It's for flavor. And so I've started just getting cooking wines because even though they don't taste the same. Yeah. 
that makes her happy. Sacrifice taste for that kid. (laughs) But no, so she also, this weekend, she's been really, we've been trying to encourage her in nature photography. I think we talked about it during her IEP thing last week, actually. And there was a city nature challenge through an app called iNaturalist this week. And so yesterday morning in the rain, we went to two different parks and took pictures. She took pictures of all different kinds of things in nature. Oh, fun. So, yeah. It was good, though. What about you? Um, So I think I mentioned it last week that my mom was due for a new pacemaker. So that was like the focus of my whole week, even though I was trying not to make it the focus. That was just like what was in my head. So I didn't do anything really great and productive. But Friday, she got her new pacemaker put in and she is fine. So thank you for anyone who had us in your thoughts or prayers because, you know, again, she's 80 some and it's a surgery. So I was nervous, but uh, she was like ready to go after it was done the night before she had asked me if after she got down at the hospital, I would take her to Joanne Fabrics because she had a 50% off coupon and she wanted to buy something for the preschool that she volunteers at and get it at a good deal. And I was like, I am not taking you out shopping as you're coming off anesthesia and all of that. Oh, that'd be so much fun. I just got a new pacemaker put in like mm -mm. with my luck you would fall or something my siblings would never forgive me when I try to explain why we have to go to Joanne Fabrics after the surgery so I took her home we stopped and and just like drive through lunch took her home made sure she was all settled and she was fine and so when I left to go pick up my kids on the way back we stopped at Joanne Fabrics and got what she wanted and delivered it to her and she was super happy about it and yeah, I was gonna say, don't I would imagine that they would have curbside pickup now. They do, but they're so understaffed that yeah. curbside pickup takes longer in most cases than if you just run in and get it yourself. I knew yeah. exactly what she wanted. So, but anyway, yeah, that was that was the highlight. And talking about just loving our kids or whatever, every one of my kids were like, "How's grandma? What's going on?" Blah 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 all day long. And even Madeline, who should not have had her phone on at school forgot to turn it off so she got the notification on her watch because she's totally spoiled by her father and has one that lit up and said you know grandma's fine blah 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 and so she replied back i was like tell grandma i love her blah 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 so it's not like it matters because they make them have their phones in a couple years anyway in a couple years but not not in fourth grade and i don't agree with the fact that she has eye technology that she has but when daddy gives it to you I can only set certain restrictions and I let her take it on the bus in case there was an accident or something on the bus, but it's supposed to be turned off in school. And I do believe it was an honest mistake, but it was just cute that that was the time that then she's like, Oh my gosh, tell grandma I love her. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, good kids. And my mommy's okay. So good, good, good. That was my week. Thank goodness. I don't think I'd be here if it was, like I said before, if it was a different turnout, you would be recording live from our local mental hospital. Can we just take a field trip there, though? <laughs> I could use a little bit of a break. I can get you in. I could I could use some, like, Liz time. <laughs> um, Ryan was joking with Madeline this weekend because she said something. Oh, she was just, like, bouncing around. Like, she had so much energy this weekend. And it was her dad's weekend, but he had a ton of plans, so I just kept her. But by last night, I was like, Madeline, you are exhausting me. Like, stop. And so he made the joke that he was going to take her to work and put her in one of the padded rooms. And I was like, I think I'd actually really like that. Yeah. Can I just lay down and take a nap? 
Yeah. So I'll see if I can take you with me. We're going to have okay. a field trip. There we go. All right. So join us on Thursday as we talk about the WSB. I'm so excited. Me too. I remember when I was little, I thought it was like a real thing. Like yeah. CIA WSB. And then I learned it wasn't. And I was disappointed. So have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at pier54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.